now almost three years behind again. Yes. And we're approaching 25% in the reservoir. At 20%, agriculture doesn't get any allocations. Yeah. We're at 21% about two years ago. And I understand Monterey has even a worse problem than we do. Yes. What, what can be done? And, there, and the United States is not advocating for us or too busy on the Western states. Yeah. Texas, we're really putting up, you know, things in the, in the river. So let me start with the story of Constellation Brands Brewery in Mexicali. Um, Constellation Brands uh, made a deal with the Mexican government and with the government of Baja California to invest in the city of Mexicali, a $1 billion brewery that they was going to be uh, producing beer for export to the U.S. Right there on board. And there were some concerns in the local population about water, um, but they went through the process, they got all the permits that they needed, and then Lopez Obrador won in 2018, and shortly afterwards he said, listen, the people in Mexicali are having their water stolen by an American brewing company. They're essentially exporting water to the United States. So he revoked the permit, which is a violation of NAFTA rules, and of course of USMCA rules as well, but particularly NAFTA because that was the, uh, uh, the treaty in force at the time, or the agreement in force at the time. And Constellation Brands had a decision to make. They said, we can either take the Mexican government to a panel, or we just try to work around this. And they tried to work around it because they said, listen, we have another brewery. And if we don't play nice with the Mexican government at this point in time, they could shut that down as well, and then we're screwed. So they took an $800 million loss on that plant, and they focused their attention on the other plant. Now, the reason why I mention this is that water is going to become more and more of a political issue, not just in the border region, but throughout the Mex Mexico and the United States. And particularly with what we're seeing now with more extreme weather, we need to do a whole range of things. We've got to build our water infrastructure. The fact that in many parts of the United States, you've got irrigation canals that are uncovered. So we're losing God knows how many millions of gallons a day through evaporation. It doesn't make any sense. The fact that we are irrigating in such an incredibly irresponsible fashion when we have the technology to get precision irrigation, there are companies all around the world, I think, you know, there's one from Israel, for example, that does an extraordinary job of applying high-tech and even AI to irrigation so that you've got tiny pipes that are, or, or tubes that are delivering exactly down to the last drop of water exactly what the plant needs. We've got to change the way that we think about agriculture. Think about the productivity of an acre or a hectare of land here in Texas versus what they're now doing in places like Rotterdam and Amsterdam, urban farming, where in a room this size, they will, they will cultivate as much as one hectare would produce outside. It's the application of technology, which means that you use a lot less water. It's not, I mean, these are the kind of things that we need to be thinking about. It's gonna be very, very painful, and then ultimately, that's not going to be enough either. So we're going to have to think about investing heavily in desalination 
and desalination that is powered by renewable energy so we, we don't add to the carbon footprint. And the great news is that that technology exists. We can do it. The cost of solar power has come down enormously in recent years. We've got, particularly at certain times of the day, we've got excess power in the grid from renewables. Let's use it to do something that we all, to get something we all need, which is drinkable water, or at least water that can be used for irrigation. Now in Mexico, we're going to see more and more social protests because of water shortages. We saw the protests, the violent protests that took place in dams when that release took place. That's going to become something that no politician in Mexico can avoid. So the future is really, really uncertain. The only thing that's certain is it's going to get worse. So this is something that needs to be approached, not just with the federal government here in the United States, but in a truly bilateral manner. And everybody needs to focus on doing better with water. You know, again, to take you back to my childhood in the 1970s, you know, there were water shortages in the UK in the 1970s um, because we had drought. And, you know, that was where that phrase, you know, save water, bathe with a friend, came from. And, you know, I remember, I mean, I, I remember very clearly that, you know, the bath was run, because we didn't have showers in the UK back in those days. It was, a, it was all the bath. The bath was used at least twice. You know, the kids went in, and then one of the parents would go in to bathe themselves. I'm not saying we want to go back to that. What I'm saying is, is that we've got to be a lot more conscious of it, down to you know, brushing your teeth and, and things like that.